Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yelling is a funny thing in my office when I'm talking to families because parents get accused of yelling by their kids all the time. Like, you are yelling at me. There's an interesting definition of yelling that kids use that doesn't have anything to do with volume. Oftentimes, it has to do with tone. So yelling has become sort of this generic term for you're saying something to me in a firm tone or in a stern way that I don't want to hear. So kids will say, you're yelling at me. Welcome to Fluster Clucks with Lynn Lyons, where we talk about worry and other big feelings in parenting. I'm your co-host, Robin. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law, and I'm here to ask your questions. And I'm Lynn Lyons. I'm an anxiety expert, speaker, mom, and author, and I've been a therapist for over 30 years. Parenting can be a fluster clucks, and I'm here to help you find your way. So, Lynn, you want to talk about yelling today <laughs> on our final summer nugget. <laughs> yes, you said that so loudly. If your child is saying that you're yelling at them and you know that you're not raising your voice and your volume is loud and that kind of stuff, know that this is kind of a thing right now, that yelling means I'm telling you to do something you don't want to do and my tone is stern. Okay, so that's one type of yelling. Let's just talk now about the old-fashioned type of yelling, because that's problematic. Oftentimes, parents will say to me, well, the only way that I can get the attention of my child is to yell at them. Like, I will ask them to do something four times, and then the only way they'll get off the couch or the only way they'll get out of bed is when I, when I lose it, when I start yelling. So there's a few things going on there. One is that kids learn pretty quickly what volume they need to pay attention to. So if you've got a kid who won't get out of bed and you come in nicely and say like, hey, you better get up. Hey, come on now. Look, it's we got to leave in 15 minutes. Okay, come on. I mean it. You're like a human snooze button. You're walking in and they're like, okay, so there's warning number two. There's warning number three. And then when you come in and you're like, we need to get out. You need to get out. They're like, oh, okay, now she means business or now he means business. So pay attention to that. Kids learn when they need to listen to you based on your volume. And you want to make sure that you're not sort of repeating yourself over and over again to the point where you get to this screaming volume and that you've trained your kids that that's what they have to listen to. Let's get personal for a second. Okay. Because you and I both, neither one of us are big yellers. No, I'm not a yeller at all. Well, ever? Come on. Well, honestly, like there's a lot of things that I can criticize myself about, but truly, like full, full honesty, I've probably yelled at my kids in their lives five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was one of those instances? Um, I think somebody was running out in the road. Yeah. I feel like there's like a timing in parenting where... So I don't think I could say five times, but I also think my number is pretty low. I'm kind of out of the yelling stage of parenting right now. Yeah. Because when they're really little, I reserved yelling just for- Danger. Danger, exactly. Like going into the road so that you knew that they would listen. 
But then I've now passed this phase, I think, like knock on wood, there's that there's that chapter in parenting where bedtime just sucks. I'm sorry. It just sucks. And you're like, <laughs> guys, go to bed, right? They're mm-hmm. running all over the house and you're just wanting to be done for the day, mm-hmm. right? Like that's like every parent's most hated hour of parenting. Yeah. So I definitely had some yelling episodes, but I learned a trick and I would always say, I've asked you three times in a normal voice. And the next time I have to say it, if I have to say it, I will be yelling. Okay. So you give them a little warning that it's coming. The warning was enough before going into an all out yell. So here's the difference when you do that. And, and let me just also say like the yelling for danger. I don't even count that. Yeah, as that's sort not of really yelling. yelling. Well, well, because I would do that if my husband was about to walk in front of a car, I would yell at him too. Like I'd be like, watch out! Like I, you know, I don't consider that yelling. Back to what you were saying. The thing about yelling, if I can equate the kind of yelling that I think just becomes habitual and you sort of justify, it's sort of the same way that people used to talk to me about spanking. Spanking is much more infrequent now. They would try and convince me that this was a really thought out, deliberate parenting strategy that they used. And what I would often say is like, no, not really. Like you're not, this isn't something you've really thought about. You hit your kid when you're out of control, when you don't know what else to do, when when your emotions are triggered, right? It's an out of control response. What you're describing when you say, okay, so I've said this to you three times and the next time you're, I'm going to yell. That is actually you saying, I'm thinking about this and this is a planned strategy. And let me be clear. I don't think that you should ever say, um, look, I've asked you to do this three times and the next time I'm going to hit you because I won't go into a long diatribe about how we know, we know that hitting doesn't work. But, but I think that the yelling you're talking about is like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. And I'm giving you warning versus there are parents who just yell a lot. There are families that that they say like, we're a family of yellers. You did an episode early, like, I think it was like our third episode on flattening our emotional curve. Yes. Right. And so the difference would be, to be clear, there were years where I would probably yell at bedtime when I was just so mm-hmm. fried. And then I, yeah. you know, like as, as I got, I don't know, my kids got older and I just had, had the patience to think more about how I wanted to approach it. Mm-hmm. I was able, and this is what you teach. I was able to separate myself from the anger mm-hmm. and then say, you know what? I'm angry right now mm-hmm. and I'm going to yell versus my anger overwhelmed me and I started yelling, which right. is probably what I did, you know, when, I had a three-year-old and an eight-year-old, but I got better and better at it. I just want parents to hear that that this is a work in progress and it's not about perfection. But the, the reason I'm giving you this summer nugget of yelling as we're heading back into, you know, a routine, as we're heading back into school and that kind of stuff, just pay attention to how you get your kids to do the things they need to do. And are you really... Are you responding in an emotional way? Was this something that was modeled for you? Do you say frequently, oh, I just come from a family of yellers. 
I also hear oftentimes families will say or parents will say, well, you know what, I just I scream at them and yell at them and then we're fine. And, you know, we just get it over with and then we go back to getting to normal, which is an interesting thing because the parent feels better after they have screamed and yelled and then the child has obeyed. But it leaves a mark. I call it emotional vomiting. If you lose it on your kid and your kid then does what they're supposed to do and you consider that a victory, I just want you to think differently about that because you've gotten your child to go to bed or you've gotten your child to pick up their crap off the floor. You've gotten your child to get out of bed. But is that the emotional interaction that you want to have with your children? Or is that how someone could get you to do something? Yeah. Like if your boss did that to you at work, I don't think you'd come home and be like, oh my gosh, it was so effective. I forgot to, I forgot to hand it this report and my boss came in and screamed at me and I was like, oh my gosh, so thank you so much for, for screaming at me. That was really helpful. And I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here. And I feel so, I feel so close to you and I know you respect me. It's just, (laughs) it's just recognizing like decent human interaction. And again, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying this just as a way to think about it. And that this idea that that yelling all the time is your only option, I just want you to reconsider that. Because that's really about you just feeling emotionally overwhelmed or feeling like you can't get the job done. It's going to happen. It's not about perfection. But just pay attention to this idea that, yeah, we're just a family of yellers, right? I was just thinking of a few moments of memories of like when bosses yelled at me. Which, of course, like I immediately started looking for a new job. Yeah. But there was one time I yelled at my boss and I was nine months pregnant. Oh, gosh. But I blame that. (laughs) 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 And this boss and I are still friends. So it's not like it was a a really disrespectful one. But there was something he always did. He always did. He always did that basically disrupted our team's productivity. Yeah. And there was just this day I was getting ready to go home and work from home for maternity leave. And and I was so huge. And I just remember running into his office and I screamed, why do you always do this? And And I like back him against a corner. He's like 30 years my senior looking completely terrified. <laughs> this wasn't my kid. This was my boss. Yeah. It was awesome. I actually think of that as such a fond memory. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that we all probably have memories of yelling at somebody that there was that you think like, wow, that was awesome. I did that. Yeah. Just just pay attention to yelling. The yelling, there's the yelling of the tone, right? When your kids say you're yelling at me and you're like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm telling you what I want you to do. But if you're a family of yellers, if you were raised by yellers, just recognize is this really a parenting strategy that you're using or is this you just losing your shit? So if you are a mom who's trying to keep your calendar organized, keep your family's appointments where they need to be, then I'll tell you, the Skylight Calendar is a product that you ought to check out. You know how it is. Running a household can be pure chaos and it can be so stressful. This is why you need to check out the Skylight Calendar. It is going to make your life easier, mom. It really is. The Skylight Calendar is a smart touchscreen calendar and organizer for all your chores, groceries, to-do lists and a great way to manage appointments to make sure they never overlap and they're never missed. It helps keep busy households on track so families can get time back 
for moments that really matter. The Skylight Calendar is so easy to use and to set up. It's not going to frustrate you. You're going to be able to get it going within minutes. It syncs events from other family calendars, including Google, Apple, Outlook. You can add events directly using the touchscreen or with the free Skylight mobile app. Updates to linked calendars will automatically appear on the Skylight calendar at home. So no more worrying that you guys are going to forget something. No more cluttered paper calendars. It shows all family events together in one spot. The events are color-coded, so you can easily see what everyone has going on each week. When the calendar's not in use, you can turn it into a digital picture frame. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love the Skylight calendar, you'll receive a full refund. They offer a 120-day money-back guarantee and free returns. You can't beat it. I think the feature that I love most is the collaborative way we can all add to the grocery list. And then when I'm ready to place an online order, whether I'm at home or my office, I have that list and there's no more items that we forget. So as a special time-limited offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash flusterclucks. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash flusterclucks. Mother's Day is coming right up. So order today to get 15% off your purchase at skylightcal.com slash flusterclucks. I really have to pay attention to hydrating properly. I work out a lot. I talk all the time, as you know. I am pretty active and I don't drink enough water. So I'm constantly thinking about how it is that I am going to hydrate in the best way possible. And I'll tell you, if my water has a little bit of flavor, it's so much easier for me. And if I can get those electrolytes, if I can get more bang for my buck, it's just so much better. I have been using liquid IV. I put it into a huge glass. I put it into the refrigerator. It's cold. It's very tasty. I've been putting it in my water bottle when I go to the gym. The packaging is so convenient. I actually look forward to drinking it, which is not something that comes naturally to me. I love the lemon-lime flavor. They've got a sugar-free apple. That is really great. So I think that if you're somebody like me that has a difficult time getting in the amount of hydration that you need for your body, Liquid IV is a great option. One stick, 16 ounces of water, it hydrates better than water alone. It's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, and it doesn't have all that sugar. It doesn't have artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients just for your everyday wellness. It's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code FLUSTER at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code FLUSTER at liquidiv.com. If someone's listening and they say, I lose my shit, Mm -hmm. now what? You can try and go cold turkey, or you can also just cut down whatever works for you. I would say to your kids, you know, when you're trying to change something and you put it out there and you give, you give yourself some accountability, that's really helpful. 
So if you say to your kids, I'm really going to work on yelling. I just want you to know that I'm paying attention to this. And if I yell at you, if I lose it, then I'm going to apologize to you afterwards for yelling. And we're going to figure out how we can get done the thing that we're not getting done. Like you can say to them, I yell when I feel overwhelmed. I yell when I haven't been able to get through to you. I yell when I need you to do something and and it's important to me that we're not late or whatever. That's when I yell. So I need you to recognize that I'm trying to get this family machine to run more smoothly, but I'm really going to work on the yelling. Talk to your kids about it. Say, what do you think about the yelling? And as you always say, don't have this conversation while you're yelling or if you just yelled. <laughs> right, right. I am working on not yelling at you and you are not making it any easier. Do you understand? If you want me to stop yelling. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Have a little meeting. It's really okay to just talk about these things. You know, it's really okay to just talk about them and to maybe share with your kids what it was like. You know, you love your grandpa, but he used to scream at us all the time. And I swore I'd never do it. And now I find myself doing it. Just be honest with them. Just be a little vulnerable and work on it together as a family. Relationships need constant, constant adjustment. That's what it's all about. Just in time for the back to school season, the second Fluster Clucks course is available. This is Lynn giving the same information and techniques she shares with her clients on how parents can help manage anxiety in their kids. It's a six video series plus nine additional videos of Q&A with me and Lynn, and it's available after August 16th. Robin, before we go away, let's just talk a little bit about the retreat because we know the deadline for registering is coming up. I'm so excited for our retreat at Canyon Ranch. Registration closes Monday, August 30th. So please go to our website or our Facebook group so that you don't miss the deadline to register. We'd love to have you. And it's a really fun time. For any family who doesn't need a little bit of a mental health tweak or boost right now, you know, come on, we all need one. We all need one. And I think it's just a way of letting everybody know that you're not in this alone. If you are a parent, if you've got little people that you're raising up in the world here, the things that people ask me, the things that people write about, the things we'll talk about the retreat are just so universal to being a human being. If you would like to be considered for one of the family session episodes coming up in season four, be sure to join the Facebook group where you will see the link to submit your questions. It has to be a family issue. Ideally, dealing primarily with anxiety slash depression. Some people have submitted great questions, but they're just areas that are a little outside the scope of what I do. So join our Facebook group this summer and you'll be notified first of these courses and events that we're having. So thanks for listening to another episode of Fluster Clucks. It's so great to have you with us. Enjoy your summer and we will be back at it in full force before you know it. Bye, Lynn. Bye, Robin. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. 
Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and, more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests, too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.